in a world full of somewheres with somebodies. Sometimes it's nice to just sit back, relax, and journey to nowhere with Cardboard Command. Twitch. Welcome listeners. Uh, this is our podcast, Journey to Nowhere with Cardboard Command. We are Cardboard Command. We have everyone here, all the commanders here today. We got Spencer. Hey, he's doing his little salute. We got hey. Lucas. Hey, y'all. Uh, we got Colin. What's going on? Awesome. And I'm John. Um, and yeah, welcome to today's show. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be, we've got some nice stuff lined up for you uh, today. Actually, we're, we're Keeping it pretty topical today, we're definitely not going off topic at all. Uh, we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about M twenty one. The spoilers are out; they've been spoiled. Uh, so we're, let's keep on spoiling these things. Okay, Spoil, can we just quickly? Okay, so first of all, spoiler alert. Okay, so if you haven't seen them, <laughs> uh, you know fast what? Yeah, forward, or it, maybe it wasn't clear at yeah. all. So that's you know, a or maybe point. you know what I mean. Yeah. In fact, like just fast forward to the end of the episode. Yeah, where we wrap works. up. That way, you don't get any spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is spoiler. Not remotely talking about M twenty one anymore. Spoiler alert. If, if this episode were an egg, it would be hard spoiled. Okay. Good. Good. I'm glad that you explained it that way because it makes it much yeah. more clear for me. It makes it it kind of clear, cl- clear, clarifies, clear, clarifies, clear applies. I, I feel I feel bad oh, for the <laughs> uh, for the podcast audience because they don't get to see John's magnificent hat. Uh, oh, so yeah, we're yeah, just letting you know it exists. Imagine oh, a really cool yeah. cat. Far side. Yeah. Look at that, eh? Far side. Right. Yeah. Backwards. Oh, very nice. Actually, you know what I realized? Far side, and this says dark side. What? Wow. Look on at theme, that. On theme. Dressed to Amazing. impress. Is that that moment where you like scripted all that to pretend like none of that was intentional, oh. but you spent like the past two hours picking <laughs> no, them I, out to put it all legitimate, up? I legitimately, I have a very quick <laughs> mind. They legitimately just thought of that right now. Wow. It's actually, sometimes I amaze even myself, especially with my modesty. Yeah. Just the quickest turns, John, right? Just the quickest yeah, turns. Yeah. Quick mind. Just to the start. 20 minute turns. Uh, Quick mind. Luckily I have I have you guys to to help me out when it when the usual happens. I'm not that Oh yeah, that that's what we're doing. We're being that's, very helpful. That's You're, my for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're my helpers. You're my that's right. This is this is a Journey to Nowhere with Cardboard Command. It's a show about me and I have my helpers here. Show about me and my clothes. What's up, y'all? And, you know, <laughs> all the help I require. Last week and continuing our last week we had helpful. banana shirt. <laughs> Now we got far side, dark side. What's yeah. next? Nobody knows. Probably just a boring T-shirt. The and best part is going. nobody could see you until this moment. Mm-hmm. Great, mm-hmm. Darn fantastic. Yeah. Take that. And if they and if they're listening to the podcast on whatever you know directory or from whatever directory, then they can't see me at all, and they don't care, and they just want me to start talking about M twenty one. Can we look at, at at Lucas's video right now? <laughs> so he's frozen. Oh no! Um, oh, no. <laughs> oh no! Look how funny Lucas. it looks. <laughs> Wait, every, everybody. Okay, everyone on three, do the do the their Lucas face for for. for oh yeah, good idea. Okay. Okay, three. Oh sorry, no one, two, three. Okay. <laughs> you, you I was gonna suggest we wait until he gets back, so, but I don't think. Yeah. Oh, no, not turn oh no, poor Luca Brazzi. We we have people listening to he us. They can't the see. Fish. Lucas is dull. Well, that's just imagine know. it, people. Use your imagination. Yeah. All right, so Lucas that's is, the... <laughs> is gone. He got caught by the. Floods. I can't look at him while I'm doing this. this um, so... 
All right. Well, I think we should. I think Lucas would want us to go on without him uh, instead of you know pose like him until he comes back as well. Yeah. Of the two options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are, that's the best one. Um, okay, so we're talking about M21. So M21 has uh, some sweet reprints, mm-hmm. uh, some interesting commanders, and there are some other cards that we all like. So we're going to kind of do those categories mm-hmm. Okay, today. List yeah. the categories one more time. I had I completely was paying attention. To <laughs> Wasn't those. listening. Wasn't, no. All right. Uh, yeah, you can't, you can't have the, like, four screen on while, you know, he's frozen like that, unfortunately. Oh, that's yeah. Um, yeah, goes. so yeah, so where she goes. Alright. So yeah, uh, we're talking about M21 reprints, mm-hmm. commanders, and the cards we like that don't fit into those other two categories. Yes. So kind of the, the leftovers. Yes. All about yeah. the leftovers. What are we all about the leftovers? What's going on? Alright, so uh does anyone want to get us started with reprints then? Mm. Uh, there's a big list of these. I feel like yeah. Spencer's best for reprints. I'm I'm down with the reprint talk. Yeah, um, all right, let's do it. I, I think uh, it's worth checking out some of these. I made a, a list of not all the reprints, but just uh, mm-hmm. there's the ones that I'm thinking are pretty cool and worth checking out. Mm. Um, the first Great for commander, right? Yeah. The first major ones, unquestionably, everybody knows it. Everybody saw it. Grim Tutor is back. Bow, 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 bow. Mm. Bow, bow. Yeah. Yeah, that is huge. Still expensive, but bow, bow, bow. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> hey, man, if they if they keep those reprints coming, then that price will start slipping. That's what we want to see. People mm-hmm. can start affording it, slotting in decks. Um, the danger of that, of course, is the fact that it's a tutor, and tutors are very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, they automatically increase the competitiveness of your deck in a way um unless you have nothing good that you're searching for in which case have fun with your tutor um but uh from there i i mean that's self-explanatory but from there we also have and this was coming everybody saw it coming eventually azusa lost but seeking Mm. what is she seeking for well, she's seeking for two lands from your hand because that's what she does. She she allows you to play two extra lands from your hand. She's three to cost. Uh, I believe she's a 2-2. Two, two. She's a 2-2, two, two, right? I have her somewhere up here. Uh, no, she's a 1-2. She is a 1-2. 1-2 and you don't stop. Green. 1-2, two, 1-2, two, but you don't stop. Thick flavor text, which you can always appreciate if you like that story. And... Um, I've already bought a copy of her because oh, really? she already dropped in price. It was wonderful. That's awesome. She's dope. She's a dope card. No question. Oh, I don't yeah. think I care about her as a commander personally, but she's, oh, no, she's card. She's a slot in for sure. I mean, some people actually do run her as commander commanders very mm-hmm. successfully. I said that very weirdly. Very successfully. I'm moving yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah, she's. A, I'm she's a great a slot in. Orator. Yeah. Well, you've been known, <laughs> you've been known to orate. You know he's orating hard right now. Orating so hard. What's <laughs> another big one? There's a, there's a bunch of really awesome ones. Massacre yeah, worm. Yeah, it's gonna say massacre worm right Ugh. now. That's fire. So grimy. I love a good good field wipe. Um, 
Yeah, so so uh, Massacre Worm is a uh, is a great commander card. Uh, it is three and triple black to cast. It's a six five worm. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, creatures my or your opponent's control get minus two minus two until the end of turn. And whenever a creature an opponent controls God. dies, that player loses two life with a double <gasps> threat. This is extremely, yeah. It's not you're, they're not only getting uh, some massacring in, uh, but you get some some opponents losing life well potentially a lot of life yeah sounds like um, a bit of a trigger awesome. on a big beater who's gonna probably kill some commander or he's gonna kill some important pieces that you'd never send to attack you know like those one two mm. tappers that you need for your strategy just gonna wipe them out no coming back yeah if that. you're if you're running a smaller uh, go wide or, or token strategy it's uh it's gonna mess you up pretty bad like uh, Shire, Shire Shizo, just gonna yeah. wipe Shire and all the creatures, so I get none of the triggers. It's gonna be just a devastation. Don't play it, guys. Come, on. come on, come on. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. if you could make Shire bigger, though, then you could play it in your own deck. I actually think it mm-hmm. slots Probably into a new commander we have from the set, but we'll talk about him a bit later. Mm. Yeah, um, stick to stick to the the yeah. outline that stick we made. Stick to the script there, see? Stick to the script. Wait, hey, the don't script? go off script. Where, where are you guys? I don't want to say it, but I think the podcast <laughs> Wait, is better without script. Lucas. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> this podcast oh, is fire. definitely scripted. Yeah. I miss definitely his spice, scripted. as John put it. Yeah. What? Lucas's <laughs> Yeah, spice. we miss his spice, yeah. We're, I'm, we're chatting with Lucas, trying to get him back in here. We need his spice. He is responsible for uh, the titles for our first two episodes. Um, That's true. We so need to come need up with something quickly. Here. Say something is, stupid. Is, is, Quick. <laughs> is Baneslayer Angel uh, a, re- a reprint? It is a reprint, and it is nice. a reprint that uh, is nice to have. Lowers the price on an angel. Uh, very mm-hmm. good card. Um, so for those uh, of you yeah. who aren't familiar with it, it's a uh, three and two white to cast mono white creature. It's an angel, uh, five, five. Flying first strike lifelink protection from demons and dragons. Oh, yeah. I thought that was... Oh, dang. Eh. I mean, I don't understand. Like, I get it. It's an angel and it's kind of big, but... That's the most angely angel yeah. I think I've ever read. It's great <laughs> flavor-wise, but I mean, as a commander card, I don't see the, the appeal it, of it, really. It's pretty yeah. good just because of it has that, like, mid-gamey value. It mm. plays at five mana, really easy to get out in commander. And yeah. look at all those keyword abilities. Protection from so demons and mad. dragons are two very common tribes in Commander. Yeah. Uh, flying first strike lifelink. I mean, the, the thing does pay for itself. Why does it have protection from dragons? Like, what's with that? Like, why is that? Angels fight dragons. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. They all do. the time. They do? Where? Do you know anything about angels? Like, less no? than knights, uh, but, you know. Probably. Knights hate dragons. That's a fact. Just but knights, knights do hate dragons. Like and angels like knights. By like angels and stuff. You think knights are just dead? Or angels are dead knights? Is that what's going on here? No. So uh, there's like that. Yeah. You know what? I feel bad for dragons now. Everybody hates they're, dragons. They're or, like the knights of heaven. Or I like dragons. Sa- or in <laughs> this are, case, actually. actually, Sarah's realm, I guess. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, it's a bit you of know, an old Sarah. Sarah Avatar. You know the nursery rhyme about old Sarah? Of course. Yeah, there's no there's no real heaven magic. There's just Sarah's realm. Okay. Which is okay. gone. 
it's it was destroyed. False God probably came through and blew it up. Wow. Actually, you can thank the Phyrexians and Urza for that one. Good people. Good people. Great people. All right. Um, what else we got? We got uh, Containment Priest is pretty good. That's very good. Isn't that the one that yeah, it's if, if a creature can... comes into play and it wasn't cast from your hand, it's exiled? Uh, so it's a one and a white, 2-2. Uh, two, two. It has flash. If a non-token creature would enter the battlefield and wasn't cast, exile instead. That's oh, so good. That's very good against... So good. Mm, I'm thinking of red. <laughs> like red abilities where you just gotta like cheat something into play. Uh, cheat a creature into play. There's definitely other... Black. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, strategies that want to do that. And it has flash, so you can do it in response yeah. to a combo. Yeah, yeah so good. if they... Yeah, yeah. Totally. Not even a and combo. If, if it's like a rise from the grave or whatever. You're just like, nah, pff, nope, not going to happen, right? Like, oh my gosh, yeah. That like big, that big grave recursion, they have a living death or something going on, and you're like, I don't have any creatures in my graveyard. But luckily, I have a containment I've been holding priest. up two mana, and I've got this priest. <laughs> Boom, and that's it. You yeah, hose the two, whole black for strategy. for two mana. And they could, have, they could have invested a lot of mana into that as well. I um, would say that that is, in fact, a swinging. white counterspell. That's like a, another white counterspell. Right. Yeah, it's oh yeah, okay. Counter target yeah. black. I see where I see what you're putting down. I don't really you don't respect agree, it but I get the similarity. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm it stretching. Is, it's like I'm stretching. I feel like it's too situational for us to just say yes, this is a counter spell. Say yes. So Colin, you're wrong. Say <laughs> say yes. Um Heroic intervention. Sorry, yeah. I I know you were gonna say one, but that was the exact one I, I was gonna say. <laughs> we we were on I'm the just, same page. <laughs> That card, I've been waiting for this card to get reprinted for a long time. I don't know about you, but it is good in Commander. Yeah, it's a card I want to have in a bunch of decks. I mean, I don't think the price is going to go down that much, but it's not terrible. It's already gone down. It's not super expensive. Like, it's expensive, but it's not, like, outrageous. Like, I could get one of those and feel comfortable about that. Yeah. um, I think it is already dropping. Um, On TCG Player, it's already going down to, like, six five dollars american that's Mm -hmm. that's pretty good that's very good yeah definitely drop a bit um yeah so i mean oh for those of you who don't know uh heroic intervention uh where you been where you been dog where you been uh it is a one and one green to cast instant permits you control gain hexproof and indestructible until end of turn again very swingy uh protect your stuff that you know somebody's going after protect your neck yo protect your neck protect your dang neck very actually, i've said enough so, so i just checked that's actually a two-thirds drop it lost ten dollars off a 15 dollars price tag that's huge yeah so, so it's already it's five already bucks going right down. now yeah oh that's it's, good it's five six bucks i thought American. it was like twelve dollars sorry no nah, no nah. you could get it i i think it was un. it was under nine dollars at yeah. face that's dope, man. That's fantastic. That's an that's an incredible card too. So yeah, obviously time to intervene. Time to intervene, boys. Yeah. All right. Well, let's <laughs> let's get off the reprints then. We know about these. No, no, cards. no. There's one more. Is there oh, one no, more? No, no, what no. is it? Oh, there's there's, there's one, one more I want to talk about. Better be good. Oh, well, there's there's lots. There are a lot of reprints in this set, there's and just, a lot of good reprints for Commander. There's a few that need to be mentioned for Commander. I'll mention it. Okay. Can I do? I'm gonna do mine, and I'm gonna let so because I've said so many. I'm gonna let somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, go go for them but i have to say this one because i i uh i really really like this card it's it's 
just never a bad card to have in your deck, mm. in my opinion. Uh, and there are, there are a lot of people, I think, that also... Well, I didn't, like, originate this idea. Like People... Yeah. You heard really it here like first, first, people. You heard it, you heard it here idea. first. If this is your first thing that you've listened to, that's magic content. Um, so it is Scavenging Ooze. Ah, I saw that and oh, I thought of you. I was like, oh, yeah, John. Scavenging wow. Ooze is a great card. Um, it, uh, it is one and a green to cast as a 2-2. Two, two. Uh, you can pay a green and exile a card, target card from a graveyard. If it was a creature, you put a plus one, plus one counter on Scavenging Ooze and gain one life. Graveyard hate is great. Uh, having something that you can make bigger as the game goes on and kind of uh, kind of has that modular ability. You know, in green, you might have some mana left up at the end of somebody's turn. You could exile a bunch of creature cards gain so five creature cards gain five life and then have a seven seven ooze on your turn yeah it's a so great mana it's sink, very isn't it? it's a versatile yeah very good mana sink and watching out for that uh, or setting up your your graveyard hate as well right because graveyard strategies are powerful if they're left unchecked i hate graveyard. Mm-hmm. we all have so much graveyard hate no no you yeah, barely ever I, play it it's sad you play probably the most graveyard hate john I try to I try to put one thing into each deck. Yeah, which is probably not enough uh, realistically. You probably need like three or something. You need to make sure you draw it probably that game because you're going to need it probably. Yeah. I mean, it depends on your meta. Like we actually don't play a lot of graveyard strategies. I feel like I think Golf. I play the most graveyard strategies. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I hopefully you guys don't take my advice and don't start t- playing graveyard. That's the next because I really like graveyard. In our to be really friend, like war, that's the next the next uh, yeah. place. Yeah, all of all yeah. of my like comboy or slightly like upper shelf decks tend to have some sort of graveyard interaction in it, uh, just because I find that people don't seem to slot in much hate for that i mean usually yeah they'll throw in like maybe a couple cards in not just in our mm-hmm. meta but outside of it but you never you don't see like a heavy amount of it mm. so yeah. i think that's very fair it's a true thing um so cards that i just sort of want to rattle off that are definitely good we don't have to have a long dis- discussion on them at all but uh fierce empath you search for a creature that costs six or more super useful really needed a re- reprint that's going to help a ton of decks with green um, and then if we're talking about ramping a little bit, you have um, everybody's favorite Solemn Simulacrum. Um, he's, I think, a little too popular, but still really good. Uh, honestly, John, I thought that was the one that you were going to mention because I know artifacts in you, you know? Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I think the thing with Solemn is, is it was more expensive than I could get, you know, like kind of a, a scavenging use for. And um, I, so I just never played Solemn until mm-hmm. recently. Uh, because I was, well, I'm starting to get a little less budget now, but uh, like, I like my budget cards. So making solid more budget is nice. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Very useful. and, uh, also on that same note, cultivate, uh, I know people have been hating cultivate online a little bit, but, uh, yeah, let's, just one person. Let's not, yeah, there's Such one a, person who does. Yeah. Um, and he's stuff. with us today. Welcome. <laughs> it's Mitch John from cardboard quarters. 
Mitchell I'm, quarters. I'm Mitch's, Mitch's evil, Mis- Mitch's Mis- evil twin. Just like nowhere near as good at making decks and can't actually like budget. I don't know. You properly. think you're that? I think you're good at making decks. Actually, the problem with you is that, well, not the problem, but what you do and Whoa. what makes you good. Okay. All right. I'll fire shots. I'll fire shots. Are you, okay. are you, are you implying that wow. you're budget, Mitch? I would say that. No, I'm, John I'm saying I'm not as good at being budget Mitch. or making oh decks. No, Mitch John is, is John is like Doctor Frankenstein, Mitch. He's budget, and then he he pieces old decks together to make new decks. It's like this. Frankenstein <laughs> you heard it here first. Doctor Frankenstein. Colin yeah. created John Mitch in yeah. his secret laboratory. In the lab. I created the. You know what I mean? The myth, the legend. Back to the lab again. Back to. the <laughs> um, but yeah, cultivate uh, classic commander stable for anybody splashing green looking to get those uh, ramps on. Uh, everybody loves a good ramp. Um, stairs are overrated. And stopgap. Yeah, everybody then loves we got ramping. Thrashing Brontodon. Um, tap one, sack it. You can destroy a artifact or enchantment. It's a creature dinosaur. Um, I forget how big it is. John, do you happen to remember? It's a three four. Thank you. And uh, last thing to mention, Scrylands. I know that having tapped lands come in, not so great. But you know what? If you are on a budget and you need those types of lands uh, and you crack a pack and you get one of those, they're pretty useful. And Scry is very useful in a number of decks, especially when you're limited on your draw options. Yeah. Check them out. Well, have a good time. Have a good, Obviously, have a they're time. so the reason they're worse than some of the other, like the more expensive uh, two-color lands dual lands uh is that they come in tapped but if you have one of these early game uh or like early game or late game i think is where they they really shine um and if you kind of get the mid game it's when you're trying to like establish yourself your board it's not that great to have a tap land scrying still nice but i think early game or late game like when you have before when you're just starting off to get your or want to kind of set yourself up or you already have enough mana to do things and you're trying to close out the game, that's where uh, these cards really shine for sure. Absolutely. No question. You know, I do feel really bad that like Teferi phased Lucas out or something, uh, <laughs> especially because we were actually going to build his new computer rig this week and we had to push it just because of scheduling to uh, to the next weekend. So... Ah, oh, it would have been wicked because like his legendary artifact would have been up and running, and we could have, man. <laughs> but uh, I, it'll be great when we get that going, and then we can get him back in here without hiccups. It's but, fairly uh, clear that his computer just was at the last dying steps of its of its ten twelve year career, and just pfft, done. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, it's fell so down. old for a computer. Somebody uh, gave it a gold think, uh, watch. Yeah. <laughs> gave it a gold watch baby which means throw it in the garbage so i think oh. if uh if urza was like living in today's society as just you were talking about legendary artifacts i was like urza, what would urza, what would urza, urza, urza would be like would he be all like humble and doing you know like some job where he's like, you know just helping out people every day like fixing like making their computers last longer so they don't have to pay all their money for computers or would he be like some tyrant uh, with giant constructs attacking. I assume he'd be he'd work for um, 
uh, Tesla it's okay. or something. We can you know do I mean? the news. Oh, we my God. We can do the news. Oh, it's oh all right. he's yeah, back. Let's, uh, we can Please. start. All right, we can take start, your spots. Guys. We can do the news. Yeah. It's okay. What the hell happened to you? <laughs> he, you he faced back forever. in. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, hey. uh, it's his upkeep. You nice. know what they no, say, man? Oh, man. No, I just, oh, I don't know. We're here. I hope. We can get through the rest of this. I'm so sorry. It was this funny. We exactly made fun why. of you. Your your um, face when you left was just like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was just frozen like that for like five minutes. So we all took turns posing. It was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're okay. So you're perfect. Oh. You're perfect timing here, Lucas. We're just finishing off talking about the reprints. Uh, and in which what are the big ones? What do we what do we think is cool? And then I asked everyone if if Urza was around in in today's society, what would he be up to? I think he'd be horrible. I think that's the last thing we'd ever want. It's some person who'd like design the scariest technology we've ever seen because they don't have any like ethical limits. Um, yeah, yeah, he'd go on trial for war crimes we'd, without question. Yeah, we definitely yeah. all have have like some kind of nanobots gone wrong inside our bloodstreams, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, interesting character, horrible person. Term- it would be exactly like Terminator, right? We'd have to go back in time and kill Urza. Like that's what that would be. Or <laughs> uh, I guess I that's actually you know what I'm, I'm I was gonna go with that. I'm like that's probably that's the best. Much it. That's oh probably yeah the best point you guys one hundred figured out. We figured out the plot to Terminator. I knew it. He, he made <laughs> Skynet. It he, was Urza all along. It was Urza. <laughs> <laughs> He's the man behind the little green curtain. All right. <laughs> uh, that explains it. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Karn. It all makes sense now. It, all... it explains the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, my God. Does it? Oh, my gosh. Two movies. Oh, man, I'm explains telling you. Of Oz. Mythbusters, eat your heart out. We are getting to the bottom of things right now. Right? Busting myths. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is Rust Wizard of Oz just like a post-apocalyptic names. world after like the Ice Age occurs? Well, um, it was there's the giant tornado, so well, yeah, that works. Okay. A cyclonic right? rift. Cyclonic rift it's... picks up our house, right? I mean, <laughs> right? They go back to her hand, <laughs> and her hand's this magical <laughs> land full of all sorts of crap. And then and when yeah, it steals all... somebody's lightning greaves, yeah, right. <laughs> and then at the end, the house lands. And what's there? The dog. And M21, we have dogs, people. Oh, it's full man. circle. Full circle. Yeah. It all comes. Lucas, we yeah. missed you, man. We were way too on task this time. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. hey, yeah. don't worry. Like I said, we can do the news. Honestly, I'm <laughs> so excited for dogs. That's like the, the thing that has me going right now. Yeah, dogs mm-hmm. is tight. Yeah. I'm dogs prepared. Okay, there, there is one more reprint that we have to talk about have to, uh, because probably. this is one of the bigger ones that I think we missed at the start. Uh, and I'm surprised that uh, the, the chat. Oh yeah, the Golgari Signet. Yeah, you're right. So <laughs> the Golgari Signet. <laughs> no, this is cast. of course. I'm looking up which one it is. It is Ugin the Spirit Dragon. Oh yeah, yeah. yes. You guys didn't talk about Ugin yet. No, no. Big oh, boy score. Ugin is back <laughs> and better than ever. Oh god. He's so big and oh, bad. Eugene. Of course, Eugene. Ugin uh, in in the Wizard of Oz, uh, Ugin is is Uncle Owen. No, is that Star Wars? <laughs> the King, the yeah, Wizard that of Oz. is Star Wars. Uncle. Uncle Owen, and then we have Aunt Beru. Uh, well, <laughs> isn't it Star Trek? Gene Roddenberry. Of course. Yeah, Gene Roddenberry. What? Drinking Roddenberry. that white milk, or no, yeah. that green milk. Uh, no, un- Uncle Owen was. Uh, Who cares? Star Wars. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but who but cares? You, you do. What are we getting into? Oh, we have, Oof. Yeah, let's oh, get to it. Oh, Eugene, Eugene Roddenberry. Okay. Yeah, right? Ro- wait, what? <laughs> okay, All right, John, you're supposed to keep right. us on track, and you are a disaster right now. <laughs> okay. Super happy about the Ugin reprint. I'm very happy about it. I am stoked it? to see more play, right? Because I have wanted one and wanted to play one for so long, but I am not going to go spend 80-whatever dollars he is on a Planeswalker. So reprint drop the price down, have more of them, or get them in a pack. Like, just, I am super excited about that. I think he's going to drop down a tiny bit and then shoot way up because <laughs> yeah, totally. standard printing, like, I'm I'm not a big standard player, but I look at that and I think, will somebody do, like, a kind of Tron build in standard? Oh, people are going to build the crap out of them. It's Ugin. Yeah. That for sure. That's like, yeah, that's uh, devastatingly powerful. For uh, Wait, let's just yeah. see what Ugin does. Well, all right. So Ugin, Spear Dragon, eight to cast. It's uh, got seven loyalty coming in. Plus two is uh, deals three damage to any target. Minus X. Um, exile each permanent with converted mana cost X or less. That's one or more colors. Uh-huh. That's some powerful removal right there. Uh-huh. Minus 10. You gain seven life, draw seven cards, then put up to seven permanent cards from your hand. To the battle. Okay, so what it is is so a awesome. board wipe, basically. That's what Ugin is. I've no, I don't think I've ever seen him do anything else other than come into the field and wipe yeah. it. Right. Yeah. And he's, then he's got doubling season. He's a board wipe who, if you, if you can board wipe at a low enough price, will stay on the board. Yeah. And mm. keep dealing free damage to anything mm. that comes in. It's control. It's devastating. It can be played anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the yeah. only colorless spell in the whole set. Like non artifact. Really? Yep. Oh, yep. interesting one. fact. I know. By I it was Lucas. Cool. So Lucas there was obviously doing research. He like got cut out and he's like, let me find out a fun fact. Yeah. So when I come back, Lucas I'm wasn't mind. having he wasn't having technical difficulties. He just wasn't ready for so the come episode. On, it's be a fact. Dude, <laughs> you know yeah, what's funny? <laughs> I am the most ready for this one of all of them. I have a bunch of stuff here. Oh man. hundred percent. All... Which is what's really okay. funny. Awesome. Ugin is like a truffle. That's my, like, you know how they put truffle on absolutely everything Mm -hmm. and you don't really need it, but it just like is there to up that umami and just be like an expensive thing people use? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ugin. Right. It controls the the plate. It comes out. It devastates the plate. Then it it controls the plate. plate. As you're trying to eat, it's controlling it. Boom, boom, boom. You know, and then you got your little dip. You got your little drips of, uh, yeah. (laughs) Here are your yeah. little drips of uh, of uh, truffle oil around the plate, and uh, yeah. yeah, just I hate truffle oil. My problem food. with truffle oil, it's so dominating on the senses that it, to me, it takes away from the food. Okay, right? so, is, so, is, tr- so is, is truffle is truffle so too good. oppressive for, for truffle is too oppressive for the restaurant game in general, and then Ugin's yeah. too oppressive for commander form. That's so funny. Yeah, Ugin, he, he he's the rare mushroom. Of dragon planeswalkers, right? Wizards also, had to smell the ground and dig it out. Also, too, <laughs> and this is so funny in M twenty one, one of the new blue cards, truffle sniffing pig. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Right, I saw that. <laughs> the dog- I like it. It's so like funny. It it's all right? connected, man. It's all right? connected. All right, you dudes. see, it's all coming together now. This pig can find Ugin. I doubt that's how it works, but either way. Yeah, best friends. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, actually a tutor. Oh. You get to tutor Ugin onto the battlefield when you play that pig. 
Right, you, you can now. It. Watch, Watch the rules it. change. You see, rules change. We need to out. move on. Yeah, what? we're talking too talking much about, about stuff like that people already minutes. know about. What are you talking about? Right, <clears throat> yeah, fine. we're just talking about the reprints. We got to get into the, the oh, good man. stuff. 100%. The good, good. good, good. Yeah, the new. Yeah, the new kids on the block. Let's talk about our new commanders. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, commanders. Yeah, let's, okay. Let's Ooh. move on to the the marshmallows in the Lucky Charm cereal we are about to discuss. Can we at least? Can I just throw the first one out that we need to connect to our pilot episode of the podcast? Because in case, like everybody, all our fans, in case you guys don't realize, uh, Wizards is listening. They listen to this podcast. Our <laughs> podcast <laughs> influences new cards, and yeah. they put them out instantly, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to this. First episode, we talked about White falling behind and needing card draw. Well, what is the first card that was spoiled in the set? Mangara the Diplomat. Young Mangara. <laughs> right? Four mm-hmm. to cast. Legendary mono white human cleric. He's a 2-4 with lifelink. Whenever an opponent attacks with creatures, if two or more of those creatures are attacking you and or planeswalkers you control, draw a card. Right. Whenever whenever edit, whenever an opponent casts their second spell each turn, draw a card. We asked for it. Bam! In print Guys. right away. White card draw, love it. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry, but I gotta admit something. That that was me. I, I snuck into I snuck into Wizards. I went into R and D, and I wrote this down on on like a scrap piece of paper and left it on Morrow's desk. And then he what? like picked it up. and He's like, "Oh, I had a great idea. I don't remember writing this." And then he made a card. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait. Spencer's Spencer's handwriting also isn't that good. He actually gave the name for the the card as well. He said, "Man, gotta get uh, <laughs> green on some this card draw on white." And said it instead of man gotta the the person saw mangara. They're like, "Wow, I must have thought of a really cool card name." And I don't know why my handwriting was so terrible, right. but so hey, we got we got a new card. Yeah, just pretend that wasn't a character before this. It's it it was entirely. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, the whole Terminator thing going back in time, it's it's all possible. Yeah, that's this true, is, especially This is all big. We're so. talking big pharma, okay? And we're talking we're talking deep state. This is this okay, is this bigger is, than Watsi. Nah. This is way bigger. And this than is Watsi. some this is some Doctor Who stuff like yeah, this is Spencer different. only knew to make Mangara because it, it already existed. But he was actually the one who had to go back in time to create Mangara. So where did it start? We heard it here first, folks. Grandfather Paradox. Bootstrap Paradox. We are going in circles. Ooh. And do you know Grandfather what? Grandfather Paradox? Okay. It's like future episodes. Okay, <laughs> circles. Wait. So you're telling me Wizards doesn't listen to this podcast? <laughs> yeah, good point. Correct. That is, we had a great... <laughs> That is, a good thing that is much on. less likely than the scenario we've just outlined. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. That was all. I was just, I was concerned for a second. I'm like, hang on. Don't you take all our power and influence on the game. Oh, right so much power and influence. But What's really interesting. Way, great card. Go ahead. Is that we record these episodes kind of a week. Like when you see them, I guess you're seeing them live, but then you see them on YouTube. We record them a week before release on YouTube. So... And you listen to them on whatever, on Spotify uh, service. a week after mm-hmm. we record them, so we're even a week earlier than release. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for our predictions, a week and a half actually. Yeah. So we like, yeah, we had visions. We were doing vision quests. We fevered saw this vision. white card. Fever, fevered visions. Okay, <laughs> go on. 
We have a lot to talk about. Um, so for me, Mangaro, the best thing about this card is it keeps that flavor of mono white, right? We're not in mono white. We're not going ahead. We are. It's a great equalizer. We are, you know, we're. if you're doing something bad to us, we'll draw a card. If you're doing something to try and get ahead, we'll just draw a card as well. Uh, yeah. Toy card draw. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorely needed. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Thanks for getting us started there, Lucas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Uh, what is up next? What are people pumped about for well, commanders? If yeah, oh, we're ta- yeah. If we're talking Spencer, about, I think I know who a... you're going to talk about. You do, because there's eleven to choose from. That blue one's stupid, I think. But if Spencer loves it, I think that's the first one you're going to talk about. Oh, Baron. I wasn't actually going to bear talk. in mind. I wasn't going to talk about okay. him. I was actually going to talk about Karavek the spiteful, who most people are saying is underwhelming, and uh, I mean four to cast three two. Negative one, negative one. With with the amount of power we've seen pumped out, I totally get that. I still think it'd be a lot of fun to build around. It's like half the negative one power of a um of a uh, what's her name again? Lucas Elish, yeah, mm-hmm. um, Elish Norn. However, it hits your field too, and that sounds like a bad thing until you remember that there are cards in existence. Like, uh, what's it called again? Heartless Summoning that are very useful for just going off and going infinite. Uh, I think that there's some build opportunities there for that, as well as some just really cool tech if you want to, like, put a Helm of the Hosts on and just keep giving negative one, negative one to stuff. There's there's a little bit of fun. And also, it's a reference to an old card that started way back when um, the character actually started in Mirage. And is a old antagonist for Teferi. Kind of cool. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Sweet. Very interesting. Wow. And yeah, this I think is there's a lot of flavor in this set. And that's a that's a mono black commander, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to well, Teferi. And that's cool that they brought that out the while card. they did a ton of Teferi stuff in this for blue. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. Let's just. Uh, although quick for me, the biggest thing for this was reading the uh, the flavor text. It goes, defy me and I will burn the flesh from your bones. Betray me and I will steal the breath from your lungs. And then he gives you negative awesome. one, negative he's, one. He's going to kill you or, or maim you. <laughs> He'll bad. try. He'll probably sort of harm you a bit, basically. <laughs> harm you real bad. He'll harm you real, nice. real, real normally. All right. He's armless. All right. I can, uh, you he's want me to step in he here? Is. You want me to step in here? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. All right. Commander. Commander. All right. I'm going to go uh, with uh, Subira Tolzidi Caravaner. It's a red commander. Mono red. It's a three to cast. Human shaman with haste. You pay one and another target creature with power two or less. Can't be blocked this turn. You pay one and a red and tap her. You discard your hand. And until the end of uh, the end of turn, whenever a creature you control with power two or less deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nice. I remember that one. All right, so you want this as a commander? Uh, well, I I mean I think it's one of the more interesting ones. I don't think it's the best one, but for me, yeah. I just like it. I just think that there's a lot of fun things you can do with it, especially in red, where discarding yeah. your hand and drawing cards and doing damage with like little teeny creatures. I think that. Uh, I don't know. I think it's great card draw, honestly. And red, red struggles sometimes to actually have card advantage. And this is like, you know, can be card advantage because discarding your hand in red generally means discard two cards. You know, mm-hmm. so 
Yeah, discard one, draw two. And so. then this one, this one, it's like you have probably have two cards in hand, three cards in hand. Maybe you can draw four or five or six. So I think it's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, this. I mean, it's very unique, isn't it? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. I've, I've, I've never seen anything like this played. Maybe there's a reason for that, or maybe it's kind of a new space that they're looking into. Right. Actually, I like that one, Colin. I, I, I didn't. I didn't even take a second glance at that. I was reading through them, but I, I like Well, you have to think, if I was to slot it into Winota, for example, you know, yeah. you're going to have 10 1-1 tokens, so you can pay three and draw 10 cards, you know, or you can mm-hmm. you can make a really dinky creature unblockable this turn and then maybe pump it during damage or something. I don't know. I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's called the space. When you've got cards like that, like Winota's playing cards for you, so you mm-hmm. don't need as much of a hand because she's upping your combat yeah. so much. It's like you can afford to do that. And mm-hmm. while she's already kind of filtering through the deck anyway, then you can be looking for whatever answers or more specific cards you might need. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'll end up holding up mana every time before combat. So it's like I might as well mm-hmm. dump it into this, draw four, five, six cards. Shit. Mm-hmm. Why not, right? Yeah, if you have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. That's cool. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that with a, uh, actually, it's, it is versatile too because you can go for a go wide strategy or you could, you know, have some some big beefers on the field big stinky and beefers, give yeah. them on on oh no you can't it's two it's, uh, but mind. you could it's potentially buff them before damage right they won't be blocked and then you can respond mm-hmm. to damage yeah it's not that great in that sense i think more of the card draw is cool for me personally yeah yeah for sure that's awesome yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll let's take another look at that i like that with a few, a few different things um and of course we're gonna talk i'm gonna start us off with uh our new goodest boys on the block, or goodest girls, or goodest animals, uh, Rin and Suri, inseparable. Uh, this is a legendary creature, dog cat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, one and Naya to cast, so that's red, green, white. Whenever you cast a dog spell, create a one-one green cat. And whenever you cast a cat spell, create a 1-1 one, one white dog creature token. Uh, you can also pay Naya, tap it, uh, tap this card, and Rin and, Ser- uh, Rin and Suri, the inseparable, deals damage equal to any target. Sorry, damage to any target equal to the number of dogs you control, and you gain life equal to the number of cats you control. That's uh, a 4-4. Four, four. So, I mean, this is, uh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. I like this um i like the fact that they have dogs in here i like that one of the dogs has a beard and armor um and is the leader of the pack that's not on this card this is a different dog in the set um and it's kind of exciting to see where they might go with like dogs and cats in the future i think mm-hmm. yeah this Plus is cool is great we're gonna great see a lot of a lot of decks with this paired commander i think it's neat man it's just fun and just like of bringing dogs in as another like tribal like group that you can play like it's just that is awesome man I, a lot of people were excited about it i think it's fun i i, I think it's gonna be great as someone who doesn't really want to make a cat deck i am probably not going to build this but i am going to find some commander that i will use as my dog tribal commander i just love that that's a tribe now mm-hmm. are you, you gonna call it who let the dogs out we can do that. Can that could please? be a thing. I could do that. Yeah. You have um, to. 
101 so Dalmatians if I have partner. Um, there you go. Man, okay, make make it, be, it a, it a white and, hey, a white a and black. Callback. Make it an Orzov yeah. dog. You need a companion, though. Uh, you need a I companion. Do, <laughs> I do also want to shout out Olive in the Sky. Thank you for the follow. For anyone who's listening to this on any platform, check us out on... Um, on Twitch for the follow, YouTube for the subscribe, and also you can find us on Spotify if you are listening to us there. You're right. Or okay. wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah, pretty much. And everywhere. we love to hear, we love mm-hmm. to see any uh, any uh, reviews you have on there as well. Uh, mm-hmm. It really helps us out. Absolutely. Um, okay, let's, I think we, it's time for us because we're, we're running short on time here. We, we'll, we'll have time to get into M21. There's lots to talk about with M21. Uh, and so let's let's move into just a, a bit more of a free for all talk about M twenty one. What cards do we like? Could be commanders, could mm-hmm. be other things, could be reprints. Oh, so many good cards. New, uh, new things going on. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Take it away. Well, you know somebody. You know what? Can I actually jump in on this quick? Because you know what, yeah. there are a bunch of new stuff, but there is a bunch of old stuff too. And I know you guys were talking about reprints um just a couple things i wanted to go over what i noticed going through because they did if you haven't checked it out yet they did spoil the whole set it's on the uh magic website now any listeners if you haven't taken a look go take a look um so for each color they put out a new three cost commander a new four cost commander which i thought was neat having that availability in all of them each color also had their own planeswalker and had a bit of a theme around that planeswalker. Uh, so some I liked and some I didn't uh, because, uh, I mean, a bunch of them we have, if not all of them, we've seen before, right? White had a Basri Cat, who's all about soldier tribal. Blue has Teferi, which I'm super stoked about. The Teferi cards look awesome. They're my favorite in the whole set, I would say. Um, that art is definitely the best oh, of the uh, right of the uh, planeswalkers. Oh, so cool! Um, green does Garrick, and I liked this Garrick. Um, red does Chandra, and here's the thing: I think Chandra's super overdone. That's like the mm-hmm. ninth or tenth Chandra yeah. planeswalker now. And then Black did Liliana, also I think super overdone. Like they're mm-hmm. great, but it's just I mean, how many mono black or mono red? planeswalkers like i don't know them all really well but i mean besides liliana you've got crick like i don't what other mono black planeswalker comes to mind really like davriel who does not get enough love does not get enough printing very cool idea let's remember that was created by brandon sanderson one of the oh, you know yes. legendary fantasy yep. writers of our time uh, exactly Wait, i didn't you cut out there for me brandon sanderson no the uh, no uh, who the card Oh, the card is uh, the planeswalker is Davriel. There's one card for Davriel okay. as a planeswalker from War of the Spark. Mm. Nice. Uh, Obnixilis is another one. Soren. Yep. Marco. Yep. Soren. There we go. Okay. So handful of them, but still, <clears throat> me personally, I've seen too many Lilianas. Agreed. So totally, yeah. that was Same my fault with that, right? So- once yeah, I see Chandra, I'm like, oh, I'm not even going to read it. I'll yeah, answer. right. Exactly. Yeah. And then, of course, the, the colorless was Ugin. So honestly, just... I've, I've seen too many planeswalkers in general, but that's a that's an issue to talk about a whole in a future episode. One day we'll get to it. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. Nice. Because yeah, we don't have much time <laughs> right, to cover the new cards because we got some heaters. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So, so who's going to go here? We're going to have so Lucas, you waited a bit there. 
Uh, we can come back around to you. How about uh, Spencer? Looks like he's poised. He's poised. On the edge of his seat. Um, yeah. Poised for the boys. Uh, so there's actually like two that I really want to mention right now, if that's cool. It's not. Um, yeah. No. Ouch. Just, just get to him. Do it. Let's do get it. Get to it. All right. So Send obviously uh, Teferi is a big deal. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the one that I definitely wanted to get to first because Teferi, Master of Time, is the thematic card I have been waiting for. Teferi has been one of my favorite characters since I started playing Magic in 97. Um, and the idea that you can activate loyalty uh, abilities on other turns, yeah. on any player's turn, yeah, it's powerful, no question. Brutal. But the way that That's they built insane. it in to work with the card is so cool. With And phasing is on the card. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love phasing. A lot of people love phasing, and it's yeah. powerful. This is this the card. most Teferi, Teferi, Teferi that's ever Teferi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's the Teferiest. Can I ask a question? It, 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 so I've read it. I just want to make sure that I know the rules. If it's a four-player commander game, you can act, activate it four times? That is correct. See, that's garbage. That's broken. <laughs> that's bull. I'm sorry. It's like, did they really need to that's, give yeah. Blue that kind of crap? And not only that, yeah. it's powerful. If it's so going to be it, activated four times, it should be a bit weaker. I'm sorry. It should be something that's really cool and powerful, but maybe not. Because what it is, it comes out, you draw a card, discard a card. Then mm-hmm. somebody tries to attack it, you phase it. Then you draw a card, discard a card. Then you draw a card, discard a card. Then you phase. Then you draw. It's just insane. I so think it's Ugin level powerful, personally. It It's good and very controlly. That final ability, negative 10, is not going to be... I don't think it's going to get hit very often. No. A, you can't doubling season at 210. Uh, it only doubles to 6. Uh, B, um, it's a big target. And you're going to... Those first turns it comes out, you're going to want to use that plus 1 to get your card draw. You're going to need stuff on the field to protect it. Because if you don't, people are going to be swinging at it 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um if you have that defense on the field, you're running your propaganda, your guard go Mazoa or fog bank, whatever it happens to be, and you keep it safe, then after one round, you're ready to phase out enemy creatures. And it's also worth noting that it targets creatures you don't control. So you can't phase something out that you have to save it from a board wipe. I think that's really good design. Um, it doesn't. It keeps its power level focused on messing with your opponents rather than protecting yourself, which I think would be a little much. Um, and it's, I think it's mostly going to be used for that, that second phasing ability. Um, there are many better ways to get extra turns. Oh yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. for the extra yeah, turns. It's not, but the control of that, I mean, just imagine it comes yeah. out, they draw a discard. You're like, okay, I'm going to do something with my commander, I guess. So I'm going to play something phase commander out. So nothing happens. Then you're like, okay, pass turn, draw. You know what I mean? I think that it's it's so powerful, and it's the first the first planeswalker they print that can activate abilities four times, you know, around. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It just seems it seems like they it's, really went for it. They're like definitely very powerful and controlly. I mean, only time will tell. I mean, there's definitely going to be a lot of a lot of people looking to pick mm-hmm. up one of these, and uh, mm-hmm. it's a very interesting space. And again, very flavorful. Um, I think that's that's something they they've done really well for this set so far, from what I've seen. Um, mm-hmm. And the the flavor gets Spencer going. 
And uh, the one other shout out I wanted to make is Pack Leader. Uh, John mentioned it earlier in comparison to the new so Pack Dog Commander. Mm-hmm. And the, the main reason is the art um, is by Rudy Siswanto. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it is amazing. And I actually have it here to show you all if you are watching it on our channel. Tweety Twitch. Um, yeah. I could throw it up. <laughs> yeah, let's just throw it up onto the screen uh, in, in post, the old post days. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's actually there right now as well. Um, nice. And super cool. And uh, other dogs get plus one, plus one. Pack leader. Whenever pack leader attacks, prevent all combat damage that would be that would be dealt to dogs you control. So two, two for two. Really cool. Uh, dog lord. Really. Yeah, he is a tight dog. Dog very lord. Tight. Very tight. Um, cool. I might pick up there. Uh, so yeah, there's lots of there's lots of cool stuff going on. We've got Shrine Tribal. Happening. Yeah, that was the uh, one I wanted to mention. Yeah, very yeah, cool. Yeah, Shrine Tribal. Uh, so maybe I'll let you touch on that later if we have some time. Sure. Uh, but people can find out tons about Shrine Tribal. You play shrines, you get things for playing shrines, and there's a five color shrine that does shrine things. Um, <laughs> Fiery Emancipation dealing triple damage. Oh, beautiful. Red, I think Red got some of the best cards in the set, personally. Red, Red, uh, yes, Red is so clearing up in this set. And actually, the so there are a few combo pieces uh, for Red now. Uh, I like that Red's getting into, yeah, I think I like, I like the flavor and, and a lot of what different colors are doing, but I kind of, I feel drawn to Red in this set uh, just for some of the, the nice stuff that's going on. Double Vision is an enchantment. When you cast your first instant or sorcery spell each turn, copy that spell and you may choose new targets for the copy. Mm-hmm. Always so, yeah. crazy. Like red, red spell casting. Uh, that's pretty fun. Um, but I did want to talk about this one. Gadrak the Crown Scourge is a 3 to cast 5-4 flying dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, it can't attack unless you control four or more artifacts. And at the beginning of your end step, create a treasure token for each non-token creature that died this turn. I this is not this is not going to be my commander. Uh, it's it could go in a Rakdos deck, but I think I like it best in a uh, what's it called Jund deck. Um, so red, oh. green, black, uh, where you're able to you know get rid of your own creatures to get value and the. Th- Best part about the flavor of this is that he's basically going around and taking the treasure from all the things that died. Yeah. So dragon, uh, dragon, really vulture. cool card. <laughs> so dragon, that guy's so dragon right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's um, a great one too. So I really, yeah, I really, really like the flavor on that card, and I just thought that was worth mentioning. Oh, another great card is uh, we can't talk about them all anyway. Liliana Standard Bar- Bearer is actually another one that really standed out, stood out for me as standard far as like out to you, yeah, for sure. Standard out, you standard out, uh, you better standard out better because standard. Uh, we ain't handing her out. Phenomenal card. Um, anyway, th- yeah, there's there's lots of cool cards in this set. We can't talk about them all today, uh, but I think Lucas, it'd be only fair if we get back to you. Uh, oh for... man, I'd love to talk about card at some point too. So you know what I mean, John. <laughs> Wait, what? I haven't talked about a single you've, card. You've been talking forever. You've been about okay, what? It's essentially we mention a card and then you bash it. So well, I bashed <laughs> one card. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Colin, Colin is such a good, hey. like, such a good podcaster that he he can just yeah. Sorry, Lucas. You don't get another turn. It's Colin's turn. 
Well, we can have more turns. Just, you know, <laughs> let me have one turn, you crazy son okay, of a gun. Okay, just go and then pass the turn. Seriously. See, wow. so even when I decide who's going next, Colin bashes that. He's just bashing I'm every bashing single everything. thing we say. Lucas, I'm bashing you don't get a turn. Lucas you know has to I'm taking your turn away. Rush me. Turn I, I was out for a Spencer third Buda. of this Frozen. And oh, you're my, that's my fault, me, I see. Man. All right, so I'm going to talk about card quickly. So this oh, is Spencer a five-to-cast creature, goblin, uh, red, called Brash Taunter. It is a 1-1 one, one indestructible, and when Brash Taunter is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to target opponent, and you can pay two and a red, tap it, and Brash Taunter fights another target creature. That <laughs> card is so good. Awesome. It reminds me of, I guess, is it Stuffy Doll, I think? Mm-hmm. It's that, but I think like, maybe a bit better in a certain way. At least it's it's red, so it's kind of limited that way, but man, <sighs> Torbrand. Torbrand loves this card. Torbrand. Uh Colin? Yeah. I'm going to get... I'm, I don't know if you have a counter spell in, in hand, but I'm going to tap Maybe. six and cast Discontinuity and end your turn. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm done. See how fast I was? Boom. That was killer. Yeah. That's gangster. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, quick. Yeah. Just, just hurry <laughs> up and say it quickly, Lucas. Just say it fast. <laughs> so I uh, just wanted to touch on that. Yeah, Shrine Tribal is so cool. Sanctum of All. It's a Wooberg to cast uh, in Legendary Enchantment Shrine. Uh, beginning of your upkeep, you may search your library and or graveyard for a shrine card and put it onto the battlefield. If you search your library this way, shuffle it. If an ability of another shrine you control triggers while you control six or more shrines, the ability triggers an additional time. So along with this, they printed another five shrines in the set, one for every color, totaling six. And there's now... Great art on those, by the way. Right? Oh, yeah. Beautiful. And so there's now 11 of them in rotation. And shrines are also enchantments. So not only are we going to see Shrine Tribal building on that enchantment tribal, I think it was pretty obvious through Theros Beyond Death, they're trying to push enchantments to catch up to artifacts. Obviously, there is a very long way to go, but... With more cards like this, we can start seeing more enchantment tribal stuff that we haven't really been seeing, which is going to open up for a whole new slew of different decks and card styles that we can see, which I think is really cool. So I was really excited about that. Yeah. It reminds me of those Honden, right? Honden of the whatever's shines back in the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right? They're, they're and I was always wanting to build there. a deck with them, but there's it's too it was too hard. So this right? is fantastic. You can now. You can now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're also legendary, so you can go if you can, can go into your deck, say with um, uh, Captain Sisse. Yeah, uh, uh, you can go get legendary things uh-huh. and bring them out. Shrines are legendary. Uh-huh. Um, Thalia's lancers. You could do search for legendary. Let's do Shrine Gate. <laughs> you have shrines and gates. <laughs> oh man, Shrine Golos is Shrine Gates. <laughs> I am the Shrine Gatekeeper. Mm. gatekeeper of the shrine <laughs> i also love it with uh okagachi as commander uh Sise is a great commander obviously works so well with it okagachi has um it's from the same set as the original shrines so that's kind of cool oh well, it's not okay, from the same you. set it references the same set hmm. yeah oh okay don't kill me um oh <laughs> cool shrine gates baby right oh love i'm it. excited yeah overall i just i think this is a very good set lot of cool cards. I'm really looking forward to cracking some packs. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And uh, so many we haven't even had a chance to touch on today, but I think we should start to shed her down, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I do, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. because I just said it. Uh, so 
<laughs> Let's move to our cleanup step. Um, does anyone want to summarize what we talked about today quickly? No. I was frozen for about 20 minutes. So yeah. I, okay. I can't. Lucas froze. Right. So we talked about M21 all day today. We talked about how awesome um, some of the reprints that we're getting for Commander are going to be and some of the impacts to standard that uh, these these crazy reprint, uh, reprints could also have. Uh, we've gotten to talking about some Commanders. I'm surprised Vito didn't get brought up, but uh, Danny DeVito. Um, but uh, so, yeah, we talked about some Commanders we're, we're a little bit excited for and then, uh, you know, kind of went into... The, the rest of the set. And there's some nice new stuff, uh, some good flavor and references uh, or, or kind of extensions on some older tech that uh, and stories that we've seen. So uh, this is a really, really, I think we all agree, this is a really neat looking set. Mm-hmm. It's neat out. Mm-hmm. Very neat. Yeah, Burrito. it's going to be fun. A little awesome. bit of cre- yeah. power creep, but overall just yeah. awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Power creeping. Power be creeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, Lucas... Tell us about, uh, you know, how can people find out more about us or like check out our content stuff? If you haven't yet, folks, you got to go and check out our YouTube channel uh, on top of posting nice edited videos of this podcast. If you're not watching it there already, we've got our EDH gameplays on there, our deck techs, our hashtag support your FLGS campaign running in partnership with Ultimate Guard there. And that's also connected to all of the rest of our social media. Uh, so be sure to go and check us out there. Uh, and also it's connected to our Patreon. If you can, any support helps. We love our patrons. They help us keep going and ensures we can keep putting out more content like this for you. Hey, you know you want it. Helps us help you. Keep building that magic community love, baby. Mm, Spencer, anything for Twitch? Yo, Twitch. Get following we only need 10 more and we're going to be uh affiliated so uh help us out if you're around um right now we're working on some stuff behind the scenes for a few interesting collaborations to come uh if you haven't seen our episodes before we've been on the canada geeks a bit so check them out uh we will be on casual jake uh that's um that's twitch.tv slash casual underscore Jake. Check him out and you will see us there on the 25th and the 28th. That's a Thursday and a Sunday. Um, stay posted. Check out our what social month? media and you'll see reports about it there. Of June, I'm assuming. Yes, of June. Um, okay. Yeah. And then we got some weird stuff coming in July. Special surprise. <laughs> weird, real weird sounds stuff. sounds terrible. <laughs> mm, get ready for it. Um, yeah, and just another reminder, we love people stopping by to watch our podcast on Twitch. Uh, we, we like uh, the input that they give uh, and any questions they ask that we can kind of touch on. really helps to kind of give that interaction. Uh, you know, we all want interaction in our decks. And this show is our deck. So... I don't know where I'm going. We're with showing it. Wow. you our deck. That's, that's deep. That's deep, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, remember to please uh, write us a review, comment, whatever uh, you know, for whatever service you're depending on the service you're you're watching or listening to us on. And as always, keep on slanging, you suckers. Ooh, Bam. Yeah, oh, we're out. Transition. We're out. Face. We're done. Sucker. Oh. Woo. Phasing out. Music for this episode was adapted from the song Wholesome by Kevin MacLeod. Further attribution information can be found in the episode description. If you want to support our channel, review, comment, or become a patron, you can also check out our EDH gameplay and other content on our YouTube channel.